Powered by Libsyn, the largest podcast host and distribution network since 2004. Libsyn.com. Okay, so when you hear fancy, fancy things like the Libsyn ad and Jeff's voice, you'll hear Jeff here in a minute. Well, when you hear that type of stuff, that means I'm recording the podcast in Bosch Jack. On the but Jock, 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 Bosch Jock on the iPhone. And today's episode is all about the Amazon saga and what the results of the Amazon saga mean for you, what they mean for business for me, and how the hell these Amazon issues are going to impact you positively. Drop what you're doing, grab a pen to take notes, and listen up. The Your Own Pay Podcast is starting in 3, 2, 1. And now, your host, Michael Babcock. Hey, hey guys, welcome to another Your Own Pay Podcast. I hope you're doing awesome. Today we're going to talk, as I said in the intro, about the Amazon saga and how the Amazon saga is going to affect you from the business that I'm doing. So let me give you a quick rundown. First of all, I did go over all of this on Facebook Live today on my personal profile. I ended up deleting the video simply because I had too many issues with background noise and I wanted to repurpose it. And then I'm like, hell, I'll just record me a podcast. People can hear the podcast and they can give me their feedback. So. Uh, the other thing is, is it was 18 minutes long and I don't like to keep my podcast over 10 minutes. So, number one, I applied for a virtual customer care representative job on September 7th, 2016 with Amazon because I wanted to produce some regular income and I was doing the math, you guys will see why I'm laughing here in a second, but I was doing the math and, and you know, $400 a week, that's $800, Uncle Sam takes a quarter of that, I don't, I don't really know, but we'll say a quarter of that, so Uncle Sam's grabbing $200 out of that $800, I'm walking away with $600, probably another $200 to pay for a babysitter, even though the babysitter said I wouldn't have to pay for, but probably another 200 to pay for a babysitter. I'm looking at working for two weeks for $400. Now, that's all good because that's a regular amount of income. That's, that's a steady flow of regular money that's coming in as long as I do my job on a daily basis. And I thought, hell, that's great. So I put in my application. I did my application. And on the 21st of, well, first of all, on the application, the test to test my abilities to use a computer, bullshit if you ask me, but to test my abilities to use a computer was not accessible. So, of course, I used Mallory, and I'm like, hey, babe, will you do this for me real quick? And she's like, yeah, I'd love to help you with it. And she did the test and, and asked me the questions, and I told her what I would type in and what I would do and what I would click on. Well, we got that done, and on the 21st of September, I was offered con- con- contingent? Employment. Basically, employment on if I pass a background test. Well, the 23rd of... It might have been the 25th. I don't have the dates in front of me. I did it on the live stream. But anyways, that week, I received results from my background check, and they passed. I found out the nearest I-9 to verify that I am me location is 170 miles away. So I emailed them. I'm like, hey, this is the issue. I'm blind. I'd like to... Uh, and, and driving 170 miles really isn't feasible. That's why I'm looking for a work-from-home opportunity. And uh, I'm like, is there anything else we can do? If not, then let's not move forward with this application. 
thinking about it, I wonder if that was where the, the miscommunication was. Anyways, so they said, hey, what we'll do is we will send you a form that you can take to a notary and get signed. I took to my bank and sat down with a notary. And even though it had the section uh, penalty of perjury, that was, that was a question that the notary had. I don't think we can sign this because it says penalty of perjury. But she signed it, and I'm thankful for that. Um, but So we went to the bank. We got that all filled out and turned in, and I turned all of my paperwork in. And then here's where it gets fun. Here's, here's where it gets fun, okay? Monday of this past week, so last Monday, someone reached out to me. Her name's Heidi, and she said, hey, I'm the accommodation specialist for the VCC, Virtual Customer Care Representative, onboarding process. I understand you have some questions about some accommodations that need to be made. Can we set up a conference call? Actually, she reached out to me uh, the Friday before Monday. So, uh, we set up a conference call, and we were chatting, we were planning to chat on Monday. Uh, this past Monday. And so I chatted with her and a HR representative and they told me in a nutshell, this is a 20 minute long conversation, 15, 20 minute long conversation, but they told me, Hey, uh, due to the security of our customers information, we use images, which this doesn't make sense to me. What the hell do you mean? The security of your customers information, since you can just snap a picture of the image on the computer screen of your phone, but don't get me into that. We use image virtualized image desktop software that produces an image of the screen. And we don't know that it would be something that you can use with a screen reader. And so if you can't think of anything, any other way you can access our systems uh, without using a screen reader, then uh, we don't know if it's going to be a good fit for you. So I'm like, well, uh, no, I use a screen reader. I've used a screen reader all my life. That's that I've done call center work before with remote desktop, remote image, remote desktop imaging software, as they called it. With remote desktop software, I've used a screen reader, JAWS, and taken calls for other call centers. Well, I went to check on my application after I got off that call on Monday, and my user or my email address was no longer in the application system. However, I still received onboarding emails and was still getting messages up until Friday. Friday, they reach out to me and they say, "Hey, by the way, we understand you wanted to revoke your application. I never specifically said I wanted to revoke my application. And uh, we are going to go ahead and confirm that your application has been successfully revoked. Um, the individual I spoke with also, Heather reached out to me and she goes, well, we've uh, revoked your application per your request and uh, pretty much wish you best of luck. Thanks for your feedback. Thanks for, thanks for nothing really. And so I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't specifically say that I wanted to revoke my application. So I emailed the onboarding team and said, hey, can you let me know why my application was revoked? And then they gave me another start date of October 16th. Don't know what the hell's happening. Anyways, I already see one accessibility issue with the position. They had to email me a, a dongle that I press a button to get a one-time eight-digit code off of uh, to sign into their networks, and that, of course, doesn't read. However, here's the content that I wanted to give you today. I've only got uh, a minute and a half left, two minutes and a half left to keep this under 10 minutes. So let me tell you how this issue that arose positively affects my your own pay business and you as an individual. Number one, $400 is one course sale. 
my ideal target for a course sale is $497. $400 is what I would walk away with if I was working for Amazon. Huh. So I sell two courses in a week and I'm doubling what I would make. This tells me that I need to get my ass in gear and get the courses that I've been talking about producing and that I've been working on producing into play for people to pay for. This also tells me that, hey, what you're doing by helping blind entrepreneurs bring their own information products online, because I don't know how to garden, but I know a blind person who knows how to garden. I don't know how to cook. Well, I can, but I'm not the best cook, but I know a couple of blind individuals who know how to cook. Why not teach them how to bring their information product online, help change their lives because they won't have to worry about discrimination in the workplace or discrimination in the work process. And while they're producing their own information products, they're paying me to get the knowledge of what I've been working on. I'm trying to teach myself Facebook Live. It's been an interesting adventure. And I'm teaching myself other tools and programs to help small blind business owners bring their businesses online and release their first information product. Hey, this is Michael. This has been the Amazon Saga episode. Hopefully you understand what I've got going on. Some of the shit that we're going to be dropping in the near future. Oh, and one more thing. Tuesday is the contest ending. Get on yourownpay.com forward slash outline to be on my mailing list so you can have a chance to win the rest of my courses that I released in 2016 at no charge. Thanks for listening. This has been Michael Babcock, the guy who is blogging to the top. Blogging to the top. The previous audio was a Your Own Pay production. Connect with us for show notes and leave your comments on our blogs. Connect with us. We are on Twitter. Want to stalk us? Follow at PayOwn. Remember, it's Your Own Pay. Do what you want with it.